0: Blue wire Hello Fangirl Nation, welcome to this week's Fangirl Playbook. I am your host Tracy Sandler, joined as always by my co-host Stephanie McCarroll, and I'm sorry Fangirl Nation, I'm emotional already. Uh, we were very excited to do this week's Super Bowl preview, and we are going to do that. But first, uh, we are going to talk about... Kobe Bryant uh, and his daughter, Gigi, and everyone who was lost in the helicopter crash on Sunday. It was a devastating, tragic day for sports, for the NBA, for humanity, really. Um, and it's it's just really heartbreaking. So excuse me for being a little emotional this week, but I can't quite help myself. Um, Steph, you're a, a big NBA fan, and I know it hit you hard as well.
1: Yeah, 100%. I mean, yesterday was just a really somber day. Um, I And just I really
0: quick, really quick for everybody listening, we were record recording on Monday, so for us, it's oh, yesterday. Right. If you hear this Tuesday, just know that we're talking about happened on Sunday. I said it, too. I just wanted to throw that out for you guys. Sorry. Go ahead, Steph.
1: Uh, yeah, so it was just a very somber day. Um, just, you know, of course, Twitter was the first person to have it, first place to have it. And, you know, you, we weren't sure at first whether or not it was true. Once we found out it was true, it was just, you know, your heart sinks. And, you know, death is never easy. But, um, and I've never, ever uh, cried over a celebrity, but I did yesterday. It brought back a lot of emotions, not just as in the sports world, but this was just a human being that um, touched so many lives, you know. and. It, it hurt, um, you know, obviously he's not a close family friend, but it almost hurt as if he were, because, you know, you, you watch all the games and he was just so iconic. And, you know, then you hear about his daughter and then you, my heart really went out to, you know, his wife, Vanessa, and his other three daughters. And and knowing loss at that level, um, it just really touched me. And a lot of things came up for me emotionally. Because it's it's never easy to lose a parent or a spouse, um, so it was it was just a tough day, really tough day.
0: It was it was a tough day, and I think, as you said, that he wasn't a close family friend. You didn't know him, but there was something about Kobe that I think made us all feel like we knew him in a way. Um, there was just there was something about him, and also so recently that video of him and Gigi courtside breaking right. down the game went viral and so i think we kind of all felt maybe like we knew their bond and clearly they had a very special bond and as you said my heart breaks for vanessa and their other children for his parents for their families it's just it's awful and for the other people helicopter tragic and for two such young children whose lives were just beginning to lose their lives um it's just really i think devastating and tragic and it's obviously put a dark cloud over the sports world and just over the world uh, in general and as a person who grew up in Los Angeles and, and grew up a Lakers fan and as an adult has kind of become a Lakers and Clippers fan if that's possible but I'm going with it so I guess <laughs> it's possible um, but you know I watched Kobe his entire career and he's a huge part of LA sports he's a huge part of la culture i was lucky enough to meet him a few years ago which was so exciting me and my friend barry could barely speak we were so excited to talk to him i think both both of us were so good at basketball um it was really it was really funny um but it's just it's a devastating day and it's a sad day and i think it's it's going to take a long time for people to move pass obviously for his family they may never fully be able to do that but for those of us that were fans and who watched him from afar and who also you know look at the bond between father and daughter it's going to be it's going to be a, a hard road and I think there's a very very dark cloud over Los Angeles today as there should be and as there probably will be for quite some time so um,
1: yeah. I mean I for me personally like you know I knew who Michael Jordan was and, you know, I've seen, you know, I I remember him, but I grew up with Kobe, you know, that was our generation, our generational talent, you know, our Michael Jordan, as it were, and, uh, you know, he he was larger than life, he was one of those celebrities or, you know, players that could literally take your breath away when you saw him, so it, it, you know, It's almost like I don't, you know, you you can't think that something bad could possibly happen to that person or, you know, or how tragic, you know. But, you know, it it was just really eye-opening, and you really see how fragile life really can be. And I think everybody kind of put their own, you know, perspective on it. And, of course, in the sports world, I mean, I, I couldn't even think of somebody, you know, tantamount to him, that it making that big of an impact everybody knows who he is everybody even a casual sports fan so it um it it was a shocker shocker
0: it was and i think as you said it it did make us all realize how precious life is because bill plaschke wrote a a really fantastic column yesterday bill plaschke in the la times and he said you know he screamed no 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 it can't be true and Kobe was bigger and stronger than any helicopter and I think that is something that's really hitting home is that life is precious and no matter who you are, things, horrible things can happen and so it's important to seize every day and to, you know, tell people you love them and and spend time with your families and your friends and and let grudges go and that's easier said than done but I think it really brought home a lot of that to people. So it's definitely a a very very big tragedy, and you know our heart breaks our hearts break for those families. And um, I don't know, it's it's hard to then switch to talk about a football game because it also really drives home at the end of the day it is a game. But right. um, but nonetheless, it is a, a game on Sunday, and and our job is to break it down and and talk about it and. That is what we are going to do next. Uh, I'm coming to you from Miami, where if you hear some noises outside, you guys, it's the sights and sounds of Miami. I'm in my hotel room, and so you just never know what might happen outside there. Uh, And getting ready to break down Super Bowl 54 between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Steph, I think this is going to be a really fantastic football game.
1: Yeah, 100%. I think the two right teams. I said this a little bit last week. I touched on it, but the two best teams are definitely in the Super Bowl. I'm very excited to see um Patrick Mahomes. You know, I'm a big fan. I obviously I'm a 49er fan at heart, but you know, I'm a big fan of uh Patrick Mahomes. You know, I I think he's he's uh can be terrifying. I think he's extremely dangerous. <laughs> he has a lot of weapons out there. Um but at the same time, I think that the 49ers are looking as good as any football team can. And I'm I'm, I'm confident both teams are really going to put it out there. And I think it's going to be one of the best Super Bowls that we've seen in a really long time.
0: And it's really hard not to be a fan of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, to be honest, if the Chiefs were playing pretty much anyone else in the Super Bowl, I'd be rooting for them because of Mahomes. He's just a special <laughs> talent. And he's a generational talent. And he... He just does some incredible things on the football field that look like magic. So I'm so excited to see him play in the Super Bowl. I'm also slightly scared of him in the Super Bowl because I think he can do so many incredible things and he has really incredible skill position players who are fast and who work well with him. So. I expect them to really you know, turn up the points. Uh, it, it, it's going to be a great game. Now, what I think, as you said, the 49ers are playing as well as any football team, and you're right. We have the two correct teams in this matchup on Sunday. I don't believe Mahomes has seen a pass rush quite like the 49ers yet, and that is in no way me saying, well, he hasn't seen a pass rush, so we'll see how good he really is. No, he's incredible. It, but it will be interesting to see. How they're able to slow him down? Because I think a lot of what happens with Mahomes, I was talking to a friend about this. We were talking to a friend about this the other day. Is the magic happens when he can extend a play and when he has that little easy extra bit of time? Will he have that? I don't know. That four hours pass rush is tough, and like I said, he hasn't seen one like it yet.
1: Yeah, it's and and you know there's there's weapons out there, but you know now that Ward and uh Tart, Jimmy Ward and Jaquaski Tart are out there. Uh, you know, you're gonna see a lot of doubling. You're gonna see other things. You know, they're there he's strong no matter where he goes. Like, of course if he extends a play and can run, he you know, we've seen it thro- him throw from the side and, you mm-hmm. know, toss a ball. We've seen him like and he just you he just doesn't stop. He's just incredible and he athletic and and so, you know, pick your plays, and he can throw, or he can run it himself. So, um, you know, it's going to be a good game, but I do think with this defense, as you mentioned before, with the 49ers, it's it's very formidable. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a tough defense, and they just don't let you run on them, and they don't let you, you know, pass on them. I think they're even, like, number two and or one, maybe even, on the passing defense because they get the pressure. So – if they can continue to do what they're good at, then it's going to be a lot tougher than Mahomes has seen in other, facing other teams. I mean, you're talking like the best offense against the best defense and 49ers offense isn't too shabby in itself. So, exactly. you know, to, you know. so, and then, and, and KC has really improved their defense. So, you know, I really am looking forward to it. Uh Definitely, um, I I don't think that the 49ers are understating Patrick Mahomes at all. I mean, I don't think they're just going and saying, oh, we got this. I think they have a healthy fear of what he can do on that football field, and they're really preparing for him. And likewise, I hope that KC is preparing for Jimmy G and that offense and the run and everything that 49ers can do. I want
0: to talk about Jimmy G in a second, but I just want to say something that Robert Sala said last week in his press conference uh, that I thought was great. He said that the Casey offense, like every one of their skill position players could be like an Olympic relay runner <laughs> because they're so fast. But on top of that, they're football players and they can catch, which makes them uh, and of course and run the ball, which makes them even more formidable. But let's talk a little bit about Jimmy G. So Jimmy Garoppolo has been getting a lot of flack over the last week. Well, Let's, if we're being honest, he's been getting flack pretty much all season, but he's been getting a lot of flack over the last week is the only through eight passes in the NFC championship game. So much conversation Does Shanahan, not trust him, et cetera, et cetera. I actually was on a radio show earlier talking about this. It's just fascinating to me that, and it's been this way all season. And I know I'm a Ford haters fan as are you. So maybe we have a a bias towards this or a sensitivity, if you will. But people have just not wanted this team to be as good as they are. And they have not wanted him to be good. And I have no doubt that Jimmy G can get the ball, the job done. He's done it on numerous occasions this season. You're in a playoff game. You're blowing out teams two weeks in a row. Go with what's working. Run the football. I don't, I don't think at any point was that Shanahan saying, I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, So, You know, obviously he's going to have to throw the ball more on Sunday because they're playing a very different team than the teams that they faced in the playoffs. But it is fascinating. People, for whatever reason, do not seem to want him to be good, which really makes me want him to just, like, take this whole game on his shoulders and win it uh, through the air. Obviously, they are a a run-first offense, and that's going to be a huge part of their day. But it's just
1: fascinating to me that that's been the case. Yeah, I, I posted something, I think, in the beginning of the week or uh, last week um, that, you know, when you look at Jimmy G's stats and you compare him to other quarterbacks in the league, I mean, there's a reason that he's definitely, you know, QB1 on the 49ers. And, you know, you it, it, it is surprising. But, I you know, I do think as 49ers fans were a bit sensitive on this subject because, True. Um, you know, it, it's it's i think it's just part of fandom i mean you we, we it's it's hard you know but at the same time you know to look credible i think analysts have to like point to something negative They're, they have to find something to like say and i think that's basically all they can say i mean what are they gonna do pick a part of number one defense i mean what are they yeah. gonna do you know or a really good run game you know so that's just where it's gonna lie and you know that's how it is but uh, that being said, I'm 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 very confident in Jimmy G's abilities. I you know I'm I'm more concerned about like the interceptions or turning over the ball, and then Jimmy G. You know what I mean? And part and he's part of that. I mean, I want him to make sure he takes care of the ball. But that being said, he's gotten progressively better every single week, and his confidence is you know growing and growing. And you know I I. I agree with you and the way that it's schemed with Kyle Shanahan. I think that uh, they haven't even, like, touched the surface of what they can do.
0: I, I believe that that's true. And it's you brought up the interception, so that's kind of what people are saying, that since the interception against the Vikings, Shanahan hasn't really let him throw. That's just... That's just not how it works. This is his quarterback. If he needs him to throw, he's going to have him throw. If he didn't trust him to throw, he wouldn't be his quarterback. So I think there's that. Someone said to me today on this radio show, they were talking about this, and he said, you know, Jimmy G, in his first year as a starter, he'll be starting in his first Super Bowl. I said, but I think you just hit it on the head. It's his first year as a starter, and his team is going to the Super Bowl. So I think, you know, the 49ers have total confidence in Jimmy G. But, again, this is not a game – where really I think either team can afford to turn the ball over. Both teams are really going to have to take care of the football. And that sometimes has been an issue um, with Garoppolo and the Niners, but I I think they obviously understand the importance. We certainly don't have to tell them that this is a big game. Um, And and I think they understand the importance. And then something I also do want to talk about is we have two really spectacular head coaches going against each other. And yes. I'm also really excited to see the play calling and the scheming, because you got two really incredible offensive minds out there.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, I I have a lot of respect for Andy Reid. I think he's very creative with his play calling. Um, I continually am impressed with Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, just the way he conducts himself out on that football field, I think I think you have two great teams here, and I think from the top down, I mean, everybody wants to be involved in that. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I'm ex- I'm super excited about the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, I'm hoping that the 49ers pull this out. I I'm hoping it's not as close to that negative 1.5 or whatever that <laughs> it comes down to. But I wouldn't be surprised if it isn't because it or if it is because, you know, it's been a nail-biting season even though that they came away you know with a really good record um it still you know had its moments there were some close games that they managed to win and you know i'm hoping that the 49ers you know eke this one out if they you know obviously i'd rather it not be that close but (laughs) you know but i mean i think we've kind of experienced that all season so if you really watch the 49ers you know that they're capable but they find a way to win so I'm expecting that this this week. I think we're going to see some uh,
0: Kyle Shanahan uh, magic as well. Talk, we talked about <laughs> Mahomes' magic. I am very confident that uh, there are probably some plays we haven't seen yet that are being, say, uh, for Sunday, uh, which I'm very excited about. Another uh, interesting storyline, so to speak, in this one is we have, I think, in my opinion, uh, two top tight ends in the league playing in this game, uh, right. at least the two of the top three in Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. And I think that is going to be really fun too, because both of those players are tremendous weapons for their quarterbacks. And both of those players rely on them. Of course, Kittle uh, and Kelsey's no slouch here either, but Kittle is such an incredible blocking tight end and he, he loves it. He loves the run game. So it's going to be fun to watch the two of them. I believe And maybe I'm biased here. I do think Kittle is maybe – I consider him the best tight end of the league. Again, I might be biased. I'm pretty sure Chiefs fangirl would say, oh, you're wrong. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end of the league. And then I'm sure that there are people with no bias either way have opinions on both sides of that. But it's uh, the tight end – I mean, it's just interesting because coming off last year's Super Bowl in which Rob Gronkowski, the Patriots then tight end, really did win the game for them with his incredible play towards the end – We'll see how big a role these two tight ends play. I imagine it's going to be a pretty big one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think it just it just widens the game a lot more. I mean, both of these tight ends are definitely capable of blocking, obviously, but they they can catch and they can mm-hmm. make plays. They can extend the play yards after catch. Man, both of them do it extremely well. I mean, you've seen uh, Kittle like drawn people for like ten yeah. yards, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> three people, and so you know these two—they're very dynamic. You're talking the two best tight ends in the league. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a battle from start to finish, and you know, it's uh, you know, it's kind of good to see. I'm a, I'm a fan of Kelsey too. I think that he's a really good tight end, and you know, Kittle's just so fun to watch because. He doesn't even necessarily even need the ball to make a big play. I mean, like you said, his walking is spectacular. So he he finds a way to make that run work. And, you know, and, and you always have, you know, a different star every day with the 49ers. And I think that that's one of the things that makes the 49ers so special.
0: And I also want to give a shout-out to Kyle Juszczyk, who um, I think sometimes oh, yeah. doesn't quite get the credit that he, or recognition, not that he doesn't get the credit, maybe doesn't get the recognition he deserves, but that run game—not to sound like a total um, <laughs> dork on this one—but that run game doesn't run without Kyle Busch. So I think he is obviously going to be a huge part on Sunday, as he has been every single week this season and it's these little x-factors that are going to make the difference really it's it's who can execute better who can come up with a spectacular play that are going to make the difference we have d ford playing against his former team which is always a fun storyline uh and then we have honey badger on the other side of the ball it's it's fun to see him uh tier and math out is Mathau? i feel like i always say it wrong um but I think you guys know him talking about, but he, it, 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 am I saying it wrong, Steph? Do you know how to say it? Cause uh, I always say it
1: wrong. Yeah. There's a different,
0: yeah, but that's fine. It's, it's close. OK, good. OK, great. Not, if all of you can not at me and tell me I said it wrong, I'd appreciate it. Or if you do, just tell me how to say it correct. Because I, I say it a variety of ways. Matthew, Matthew, it might be Matthew. I like literally say it in so many different ways at different times just to test out how I go. Uh, so we could go from there. But I, it's really fun to see him on a, such a good team and really getting to shine because he's such a talented uh, defensive player. So I'm excited to actually watch him on Sunday as well. There are just so many great players in this game. Um, that I'm excited to watch. Do you have anyone in particular that you think is going to have a breakout game, Steph, or that you're just really excited to see?
1: You know, I'm really excited for um, to see Raheem start. I think um, I, I'm excited to see him do well. I You know, I, I always pull for the underdogs, the kids that, you know, like, I call them kids because they're all younger than me. Um, But, like, I I just, I'm really pulling for them. And, you know, I I pull, I guess, I don't know if it's in my old age or whatever, but I'm pulling for everyone. I want everybody to have a successful game and a safe game. I don't want to see any injuries, obviously, but um, his story just, particularly I loved because he had been in this league for a while and he's, he's really come into his own and it's just exciting to see. And I love that about his story. Um, I am anxious to see Jimmy Garoppolo. I think this is his big moment. You know, I, um, you know, this can, this, you know, 49ers are known for their quarterbacks. I mean, this is kind of what the 49ers, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, you know, and I think, He has that ability to be iconic uh, in that franchise. So I'm excited to see him and and see what he does. And, of course, uh, you know, just to see the scheme and the run game and everything, it's exciting to see. Um, And, you know, of course, I want to see lots of (laughs) (laughs)
0: sacks. And I I do – I'm excited to watch Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I'm excited to see how he he does. Um, I think in a perfect world, he'd have a great game, but the 49ers would just play a little bit better and win. But I'm excited to watch him. He's just such a dynamic player. So I think that is going to be fun. And I'm also, like I said earlier, really excited to see what Kyle Shanahan has cooked up for the Super Bowl because I have a feeling it's going to be pretty fantastic. And I agree with you on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think this is his moment. This is a big moment for him. And I really have no doubt that he is just going to shine. And I think he is going to play – a really good game. And I think both teams are going to have to play a pretty complete game and are going to have to be able to vary it up. No, I don't think either one of them is just going to be able to pass or just going to be able to run. I think everyone's going to have to play a really complete game. Uh, And and I'm excited to watch Nick Bosa in his first Super Bowl. He has just – it's like every week he gets better and better and better. And I'm really excited to see him – going up against Patrick Mahomes and, and Patrick Mahomes attempting to scramble away from Bosa. But he's just such a special player and something that's really been talked a lot about the last couple of weeks is for the 49ers, who had a very tough season last year with Jimmy Garoppolo getting injured in game three and week three against the chiefs. Uh, and, but that four and 12 record is the reason they have Nick Bosa. And so, you know, did, you know, Jimmy even said a couple weeks ago, you know, I guess everything happens for a reason and that's a silver lining. And so, it all seems to have come together at the right time. So it, this is going to be uh, a really fun Super Bowl. I just, This is going to be a really, really good game.
1: And I, I don't know if you remember this, but some, it might even have been a couple of years ago, but we had a guest on our, our our pod, and we were talking about how hard it is, even with really good teams, to get to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And everything has to kind of go exactly right, and you're going to need a little bit of luck because you have really talented teams out there, like the Ravens or the Saints, and they just don't, you know, something doesn't go their way, and that's it. So for the 49ers to get here is obviously, it does take a little bit of luck, but it's a very talented team. And the same thing with Kansas City, you know, it didn't go their way last year, but it did this year. So, you know, I'm excited to see these two teams. I felt like this is the two right teams, like I said before. But it's it's good to actually see this because it's not a lopsided Super Bowl. It's going to be really fun to watch. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm real hopeful. And I will say this about luck. A little bit of luck,
0: absolutely. Things do have to fall your way. But I, I do believe that really – The really good football teams the ones that are a cut above the rest make that luck and the luck falls their way because they're good and it's something you know we've seen with the seahawks for years and it's so frustrating as a 49er fan but (laughs) they're also a really good team and part of the reason russell wilson is quote unquote so lucky is because russell wilson is a really good quarterback and so that's why he's quote unquote lucky and i i don't think it's luck necessarily so yes i do think that that is part of it but when you get to a certain level of football team you do start to get lucky because you know how to execute and you know how to make your own luck. So I think it's going to be great. So the yeah. staff <laughs> prediction time. Um, I am happy to go first because I had to do it earlier. And so I now I think I got to stick with the prediction I went with. And it, I was saying earlier that I knew they were going to beat the Vikings, that they were going to roll. I knew they were going to beat the Packers, and they were going to roll. I think this is going to be a very, very tough game and matchup, but my prediction is San Francisco 31, Kansas City 28.
1: Oh, okay. I, um, I think it's going to be a little bit higher scoring okay. game. Um, not sure why, but I just do. I, I think it's going to be back and forth a little bit. I think mm-hmm. – um, I, I Fully expect uh, Patrick Mahomes to do Mahomes things, and you know some things are gonna and and I, hopefully they get corrected. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 37 to 34.
0: Okay. All right, 37 <laughs> to 34, and you're saying I assume you're picking the 49ers to have the
1: 37. Yeah. Okay. I have to It's against my religion. Yes, exactly. I
0: I totally, absolutely agree with that. I was actually on a Kansas City uh, station earlier, and they asked, and they're like, it's okay if you pick the 49ers. I said, well, good, because I'm going to pick the 49ers. (laughs) Uh, So I'm glad that you guys are okay with it. Uh, So normally at this point in the podcast, we do Fangirl Says Who's Hot, Who's Not. But somehow it just didn't feel right today uh, with, with what happened with Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant and everybody on that helicopter. So I think we're just going to say fangirl says, hug your loved ones, tell people you love them, live life to the fullest every day because life is precious. And um, I'm going to say that. And you know what? Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday because it should be a fun day. Steph, do you have thoughts on that?
1: Just, you know, I think what makes sports so special is it really has something in our hearts, you know, and, I think that's what everybody was feeling yesterday with Kobe and it's just it really brings people together and lost, I think we felt it together in the sports world and you you know obviously I'm not a Laker fan but I'm an NBA fan, I'm a basketball fan and uh, it it hurt me to the core yesterday because I know how these athletes can impact our lives and they give us something more to think about. So. Yeah, definitely, you know, take some time to really, you know, consider your life and and view it as precious and your loved ones because you just never know.
0: Very, very well said. Everybody, enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. Thank you for joining us. What an NFL season it has been. We will be back next week to discuss more NBA. Uh, As I mentioned last week, we are now back live with all of our nba fangirls and they are sharing content on the daily so make sure to check them out and we will see next week who is the super bowl 54 champion and i cannot help myself i have to throw out go niners
1: (laughs) go Niners!
0: all right everybody we'll talk to you later thanks steph